0: hey good Monday morning to you looks like we have a little reprieve from the light rainfall and heavy thunderstorms maybe they'll be back today Uh, my prayer for you is that Jesus will rain on your life r-a-i-n and he will r-e-i-g-n in your life we're reading through John chapter 12 today I um, didn't share a video with you Saturday or Sunday I was going to on Saturday. I was going to get home, and um, Vic and I were going to do a video with you. But then I got a phone call from one of my granddaughters, and they wanted to go mud bogging, and it was perfect weather for mud bogging. So we went mud bogging and got out and about the day. And I forgot to do the video. So if I'm going to be a gross center and not do a video, at least it was for a good cause to go grand bog, uh, to go mud bogging with my granddaughters. Then yesterday. So that was like on the Good Shepherd in John chapter 10 and Jesus is the door. Yesterday uh, was Lazarus. Man, Lazarus was packed of truth packed with truth. Anyway, we're, we're trying to stay on track in our John reading. So I want to bring a couple thoughts from John chapter 12. Tomorrow we'll move into John chapter 13. I hope this will be a blessing to you. Remember, give a thumbs up if you like it. Thumbs down if you don't like it. Put a comment in the comment section there. Share the videos with somebody if they're a blessing to you. Just want to be a blessing and encouragement to you. So John chapter 12, again, is is packed, is packed. Um, There's a transition that happened in John chapter 12. John chapter 12, uh, Jesus is moving into the last week of his life here on earth. And there's a lot of action here, you know, in just a few days. And then tomorrow we're going to be in John 13. In John 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, actually is one of the richest, richest sections of Scripture, I think, in the whole Bible concerning the life of Jesus. Because 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, those five chapters deal with basically one evening in the life of Jesus. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So John chapter 12, Jesus comes to a house, and uh, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus was there. were there. The same Lazarus, Jesus, has just risen from the dead. And at supper time and sometime either during or after supper, Mary uh, takes a a container of ointment and breaks it and anoints the feet of Jesus for his burial. Don't have time to get into all that. She anoints the feet of Jesus. Um, Judas kind of reprimands her, you know, like, That was like 300 days work wow can you imagine can you imagine there's all kind of lessons in mary anointing jesus like jesus is worth your best (laughs) and jesus didn't hold back anything from us so we shouldn't hold back anything from him anyway so mary anoints the feet of jesus and judas is upset because they could have done something else with the money to you know to help the poor but But the scripture says he didn't say that because he cared about the poor. He said it because he was a thief. Apparently, he was taken from the treasury. Anyway, so Jesus, after that story, after that encounter, it's not just a story, it's an encounter. After that encounter, Jesus begins to foretell his death. He begins to tell plainly about his death. And then you get down to chapter 12, verse 44. Listen to this. Here's what I want you to, to grab hold on today. John 12, 44. Jesus cried and said, He that believeth on me, believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. And the word sent there is the Greek word apostelos, which means to be, it's the same word we get apostle from, means to be one sent with a specific mission or purpose. So from John 1 until now, John actually John 2 until now, we can see that Jesus never allowed people or Satan to divert him from his mission and his purpose. His mission and his purpose was the cross. Yes, he was a wonderful teacher. Yes, he was an awesome prophet. Yes, he was healer. Hey, Brother Mike. Yes, he was all those things. But in the midst of it, Jesus was Savior. So Jesus was not going to allow fame. He was not going to allow the accolades of people he was not going to allow the um, uh, the crowds that followed him to divert him from his purpose and his purpose was the cross so then he says in verse 45 and he that seeth me seeth him that sent me so Jesus already said one time if you see me you see the father so Jesus is representing Can I'll say represent Jesus is representing the father on planet earth one time he said I say what the father says I do what I, I, I say what I hear the father say. I do what I see the father do Jesus was a man on mission and a man on purpose he that sees me sees him that sent me now hold on I'm gonna tie this thing together I came a light into the world twice now chapter 8 and chapter 9 he said he is the light of the world I am come a light into the world that whoever believes on me should not stay, remain, abide in darkness. Bam! When we believe on Jesus, man, we come out of darkness. Paul later said we're transferred, translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. Watch this on the last one. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I do not judge. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Did you hear what Jesus said? Jesus said, I did not come to judge the world. I came to save the world. So here's what we have. Jesus is entering into the last week of his life. He has encountered with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Mary anoints his feet. He moves, goes into Jerusalem. They're crying Hosanna just a week, you know, almost a week before his crucifixion. They want to hail him as a king. And then Jesus brings this teaching about his um, about his death on the cross, his imminent and soon coming death on the cross. And then he says, I am come as a light in the world. And if you hear me and don't believe me, I don't judge you. I did not come to judge. Listen, I did not come to judge. I came to save the world. Now, put your mind back. Like, hit hit the rewind button in your mind. When Mary was pregnant with Jesus, and Joseph was confused about this. They were engaged to be married. And Joseph just couldn't wrap his mind around the fact that his um, fiance was pregnant because he knew they'd had no sexual relationship. And an angel of the Lord, an angel of the Lord comes to Joseph. An angel says, kind of like, chill out. She's been conceived by the Holy Spirit. And then he says when, when he's born, he shall be called... Jesus. Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. He should be called Jesus. Hey, Rosemary. Hey, Rosie. He should be called Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. So the angel prophesied the purpose of Jesus coming. He's going to come to save his people from their sin. And then remember the story of uh, Jesus coming through and Zacchaeus. We little man, we little man, was he, he climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. The Lord he wanted to see. Remember, Zacchaeus was a short dude. He heard about Jesus. Faith comes by hearing. He heard about Jesus and wanted to get close and experience and see Jesus. So he climbs up in a tree. Jesus comes by. Jesus, knowing all things, points him out and says, come down from us. Go to your house today. Then he gets to the house of Zacchaeus. Okay, watch this. He gets to the house uh um, he gets to the house, and um, he says, This day has salvation come to your house. Hey, has salvation come to your house? And then Jesus said, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. Whoa, why did the angels say that Jesus came? To save his people from their sins. What did Jesus say was the reason he came? He came to seek and to save. Now you get to chapter 12, and Jesus says, Anybody that does not believe on me, I do not judge. I do not come to judge you. I came to save you. Now, hit the rewind button again, back to John chapter 3, and let's tie this puppy together. The most famous passage of Scripture in all the world, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now watch this. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world. God didn't send Jesus to condemn. God didn't send Jesus to judge. But that the world through Him might be saved. He didn't come as judge. He came as Savior. He that believeth on Him Is not condemned. But he that believeth not on him is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Tell me you see that. Jesus came to save. We believe on him, we're saved. If we don't believe on him, we're condemned. But Jesus didn't condemn us. We're condemned of ourselves because of our own sin. What condemns us is sin. What makes us lost is sin. What separates us from God is sin. You go, whoa, man, that's heavy. Yeah, but watch this. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's why Jesus came. The perfect, watch this, all the way through the Gospel of John. John saw him and called him the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. Has your sin been taken away? Mine has. When I was nine years old, I didn't know a whole lot. I didn't know a lot about Jesus. I didn't know a lot about the Bible. I didn't understand the ontological, cosmological, and teleological arguments for the existence of a higher deity. I had no idea what eschatology was. I didn't know if you speak in tongues, if that's from the Holy Spirit or from the devil. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know anything. But I heard about Jesus. And I realized Jesus came to sacrifice his life for my sins. And if I only believe in him, trust in him, turn from my sins to him, he would forgive me. Of my sins and save me, which means to deliver from danger. Danger of what? I was condemned. Jesus plainly says, Those that do not believe are condemned already. Every person in the world is condemned already until they believe on Jesus. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. I realize most of you are not condemned today because you've believed on Jesus Christ. I was so pumped up yesterday. We had uh, four people in our four people in our service that prayed to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. They said yes to Jesus and no to their old life. They said yes to being born again. They said yes. They believed on Jesus Christ. Man, that'll pump you up. Why? Because the church's purpose should be the same as Jesus's purpose. Jesus came to save. We came to preach that people might be saved. If you've never trust in Jesus just right now right where you are you might be in the Philippines you might be in America you might be in Honduras just say Lord Jesus I recognize I'm a sinner I believe that you are the son of God I believe you came to sacrifice your life I believe the words you've been speaking in John and I receive you as my savior I receive your forgiveness save me I'm calling on your name to save me. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, if you prayed, you just received Jesus, uh, get a hold of me somehow. Let me know. You can go to our church website, Celebration Church, uh, Celebration Thomasville, something like that. Give me a private message on Facebook. If you know somebody that needs Jesus, send us a brief video to them. And, uh, man, thank you for watching. Put a comment there in the comment section. Have a wonderful, blessed, Jesus-filled day.